Yes, it is I, Hosea. My name, Hosea, means salvation. He saves. He helps. I lived in the 8th century B.C., which was nearly 3,000 years ago. I lived in the northern part of Israel, which was known as Samaria, during the days of King Uzziah and then King Jeroboam. And when I was first called, first called to be a prophet for God, God God asked me to marry a harlot. Can you imagine? I was asked to marry a prostitute. A woman who had been with many, many men to give them pleasure. But I knew God was calling me to something so special, I I did as God asked. I took Gomer as my wife. Well, as, as life has it, we had children. Our daughter, Lo Ruhama, means not to be pitied. And then our son, Loami, means not my people. I, I, I later came to learn that, that my marriage would would be an example or parable of Israel's relationship with God. And to be married to Gomer brought joy as our children came, but there was something I knew that was very sad as well, because eventually she became unfaithful which caused great pain. Life is a mixture of of good and evil. And God, God must have had mixed feelings. God's anger caused hurt. And God's love prompted forgiveness. And restoring. As I wrote in chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, hear the word of the Lord, O people of Israel. For the Lord has an indictment against the inhabitants of the land. There is no faithfulness or loyalty and no knowledge of God in the land. Swearing, lying, and murder, and Stealing and adultery break out. Bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore, the land mourns, and all who live in it languish, together with the wild animals and the birds of the air, and even the fish of the sea are perishing. I, I, I pleaded. Amos thundered. Amos was strong and bombastic as he lashed out at the people of Israel. I 
I was, <laughs> I was torn and bleeding within. My, my outcries reflected my tormented soul. You see, God, God is, is revealed not in doctrinal precepts, doctrine. God reveals God's self through the experiences and events of life. God's love for me and even, yes, Gomer. Through my suffering, God showed me his heart. We can look through the window to see deeper into God's heart. Through suffering, through broken relationships, the meaning of sin I learned through the school of suffering. Gomer, Gomer, she rejected my love and inflicted such great suffering. Marriage is, is one of the most intimate relationships we can have. But even marriage can know sin and pain. And it was through that experience that I I learned how much God must suffer when we are unfaithful. Sin Sin is not simply the breaking of the law. It is an affront to love. As I wrote in chapter 6, verse 6, For I desire steadfast love and, and not sacrifice, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. Judgment is not. The last word. We bring on our, our own doom through unfaithfulness. At first, at first, it can be very subtle. We, we stop listening. We stop Entering into meaningful dialogue and, and relationship. And we stop caring. When we do, something else fills the void within us. That can happen in a marriage. And it can happen in our relationship with God. My entire message was all about the relationship of God and Israel. I I saw the same injustices as Amos, but I saw 
a deeper evil. The repudiation of Israel with the covenantal relationship with God. Israel repudiated that covenantal relationship. Our nation was forsaking our relationship with God, much as a wife and a husband can have happened. Sin is when we rely on anything but God. And I was trying to point out that my people were were on the wrong path. To know God is to participate in faithful love. Love for the sinner, but not for the sin. And grace, grace can, can offer a new beginning. Israel was unfaithful, but not God. God renews covenant, and God restores relationship and a new future. Now, there were many false religions, Baal and and people wanting a sort of magic. They wanted a God who would do what they wanted. Never mind what God wanted. They sought eroticism, materialism, and they didn't have any moral compass. No moral integrity. You see, God, God wants to woo and win us, not coerce us into a loving relationship. As I wrote, in chapter 2. Therefore, I will now allure her, says God, and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. And I will take you for my wife forever. I will take you for my wife in righteousness and in justice, in steadfast love and mercy. The heart of God can be torn. God can at times want to punish the children of Israel, much as a parent punishes a child. Not because they want to, but because they need to, and it's out of love. You see, God never stops loving. Never. As I wrote at the end of my prophecy, my heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my fierce anger. I will not destroy Ephraim, for I am God and and no mortal, the Holy One. I am the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. No. I will heal their disloyalty. I will 
love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. Affairs and affirmation. Life can have messy, mucky affairs. Not just in marriage, but in other aspects of our living as well, in other relationships. But we also have affirmations, deep affirmations of faith and the incredible gift of God's love in spite of everything and, yes, in spite of our sin. I wanted, I desperately wanted my people to return to God. For God's love is stronger. It is stronger than anything. Anything. I have have proclaimed this love and embodied it in my life. Maybe. Maybe there is one to come who will really embody this suffering, never-ending love, even a Messiah. Shalom. Shalom.